the last kind of all ages event that I really need to highlight is November 19th. It's going to be from two to three. It's a Sunday, so not really normal for library programming, but it's the Diwali celebration. Oh, yes. Steve Sherlock here for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio, anywhere on the internet, WFPR.FM, and in the local Franklin Mass. FM radio dial 102.9 here in studio today with one of the key people from the library, Mitzi Guzzi. Mitzi, thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me, Steve. I'm really excited to be able to share in another way all the great things that are happening at the library. There is so much happening every single month, every single day, every month. And I think in this session, you're going to talk about November. That is the goal. <laughs> that is the goal. We do always have so much going on. This is definitely not everything, but I'm hoping I can at least bring a couple of really nice highlights and uh, teasers at least to go check out other links because oh, I'm yeah. sure there's going to be potentially other things added. Some things may change depending upon schedule. I mean, life happens. You know, it's dynamic. It, it really is. It really is. Best example, the wildlife photography workshop that we did that had to be rescheduled so many times. Curse you, Saturday rain. <laughs> Curse you. Yes. We appreciate the rain, but it did play havoc with all schedules on the weekends. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. They did finally get to go. They had their session. I'm hoping to be able to do some pictures and then we can do a showcase event. Hopefully November might be pushed out a little bit further, but I doubt it. Mm -hmm. um, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, anyone's welcome to come too. Sure. So even if you didn't participate, least... come see the photos yeah. and see uh, the photography teacher, sure. Steve, go through what he did, how he did it, et cetera. Yep. yep. And also they'll be reviewing, uh, here's how to make this, this photo better. So if you have a similar photo or oh, if you see similar yeah, mistakes in your own work. Yes. Yes. Photo editing can be very time consuming, but if you know the shortcuts, <laughs> it can be quicker. True for everything. So we'll give them the shortcuts in terms of November. And I think you start off with kind of the normal regular schedule. The one real change, I think, other than Veterans Day is also Thanksgiving. So we're keeping it pretty standard. Uh, Sunday hours are back. They started in October. September after uh, Labor Day weekend. Right. So we are open Sundays, 1.30 to 5, every Sunday. It's great. Uh, there's going to be some exceptions for some holidays, but mm -hmm. that's... Depending upon when the holiday falls, etc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Name of the game. Yeah. Uh, we're not always open when it comes to the Friday before a holiday like mm -hmm. Veterans Day, right. but we have got some great people who have decided to take on that day. So we do have staff, so we can put it on the calendar where it will be open. We'll be open the day before. Okay. Um, and then, as is tradition, we'll be closing early before Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. and then we'll be closed on Thanksgiving. So you want to get your holds if you need that cookbook mm -hmm. but a last get, minute recipes yeah. get it before yeah. get it before yeah. <laughs> otherwise on black friday and avoid the crowds and go to go go to the library and read a book or more <laughs> oh that would that's actually probably a great way to do it uh i would also recommend if you're looking for a quiet spot most people don't know about the hidden gem on the fourth floor oh yes 
There's a quiet study area on the fourth floor. Uh, there's some comfy chairs up there too. Mm-hmm. So little known library secret that we want to yeah, not be a library secret anymore. There's a lot of <laughs> nooks and corners in the library to certainly explore. Because every mm. time you turn around, if you haven't been there in a bit, it's like, ooh, ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got some, uh, in terms of events, generally in your calendar and the way you post them, you should have kind of all family events and then kind of go by age group. So yep. let's start with the all all ages group. So we've got three big ones in all ages right now. Uh, the health fair will be yes. back. It's got its date November 8th, starting mm-hmm. at 3 p.m. That is a Wednesday. It's your typical Franklin health fair at the library. There's going to be all sorts of different vendors set up, all sorts of different uh, activities and crafts. Just, um, it's it's always an exciting day. It's busy, it's hectic, but it's always an exciting day. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is the third iteration because you did the first one, I think, a year ago. Then you did one in the spring, and now this is the third one, and the health department uh, has started doing their promotions on it, so I've shared those out. But, yeah, and when I stopped through, I don't think I made the spring one, but I stopped through last year in the fall one. It, it, you were busy. It was bonkers. <laughs> it is. It's great, though. It's a lot of fun. Um, I would say try and get there maybe a little bit early, Mm -hmm. scope things out. As always with the library, parking is premium. So be ready to take a little (laughs) bit of a walk maybe. (laughs) But one of the other hidden pieces, Davis Thayer parking lot is available to the library use and especially at that time period because that's still fine. Yes, it's really, we're very lucky that that's opening up. And it's only a short walk down School Street from Davis Thayer to the library, so yeah. So we're actually working with Dean College on something. They're doing a winter sing-along. Uh, the, it's their vocal ensemble. That'll be November 9th in the afternoon around 1230. It's going to be a half day for schools that day. So it's a uh, nice little activity. Mm-hmm. Got out of school early. Come and sing some songs. Listen to a semi-professional choir. I mean, this is Dean we're talking about. <laughs> Dean performing arts is nothing to scoff at. Right, right. So that'll be a really good time. Yeah, Still a worthy event. And it's from Dean, which is across the street and looking to do a bunch of collaborations under the new management. So this is Yeah, this is the beginning of a lot of different uh, cooperative programming Mm -hmm. opportunities with Dean. So one thing I uh, can definitely talk about is the Coffee and Conversations program with President Elmore from Dean. And it's going to be kind of like a casual social chat about different ways that we can interact with in our community and they'll be hosting it uh half the sessions will be on dean campus and half of them will actually be at the library Mm -hmm. so feel free to come in have a chat we can you know have fun Mm -hmm. and get a better idea of what's going on over at dean as well right yeah, because I know in my conversations with him, and I was part of his Riffing on Main Street uh, series, <laughs> we had a great conversation. I'll include the link to the video on that uh, for those who are interested to really take a deep dive. Um, he, he's walking the talk in terms of really making the college much more accessible, much more collaborative, and 
as long as he continues to walk the talk, by all means, because that's a great educational institution, and the possibilities are, you know, almost <laughs> the sky's the limit. So it really is. Uh, the last kind of all ages event that I really need to highlight is November nineteenth. It's going to be from two to three. It's a Sunday, so not really normal for library programming, but it's the Diwali celebration. Oh, yes. It's that time of year. Yes, it is that time of year for the Festival of Lights. And there'll be crafts, there'll be music, coloring, henna, all sorts of activities. It's going to mm -hmm. be it's going to be a big day. Sure. It's going to so be a big day. it's kind of like a mini cultural thing, but focused on Diwali. Yes. Yes. And then, of course, you don't leave the kiddos out. Of course not. The kiddos are... If anything, one of our best patrons. <laughs> <laughs> best patrons in two senses, because generally they come with parents who yep. tend to do some other things while they're too. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So with the kiddos, of course, we have our monthly take, take and makes that are coming out. If you haven't heard about them, oh dear. Uh, they are, we do a monthly craft mm -hmm. that you can take home with you for your littles. And it's a, just a nice little thing to have in your back pocket for those days when, oh, it's not quite nice out. Right. Looking for something else to do besides throwing another DVD or flipping through to another YouTube video. Yep. Do some craft work. Exactly. This month it's going to be coffee filter tur turkeys. Oh. It's really cute. It's adorable. Uh, Miss Bree definitely has some pictures on our social media, so definitely go and check them out mm -hmm. on Facebook. And I believe uh, they should be on Instagram too, but okay. I can't promise on that one. Right. I know for a hundred percent fact they are on Facebook, though. Yep. they're really adorable. Uh, the other big thing that I should bring up is that Miss Bree's Bookopoly is coming back. Ooh. So we've got our Monopoly board ready and set. We'll be putting it up in the children's room. And, you know, come in, get your board piece, roll the die, see what fun book challenge you get, and mm -hmm. see how much uh, book bucks you can accumulate for special prizes. It's always a fun time. <laughs> I think there's an opportunity for both good reading and good fun. Definitely. Uh, I love some of the craft challenges that are involved. Uh, where it's like picking a favorite book or taking a recent read and actually having a craft prompt or a creative writing prompt, something like that, mm -hmm. to kind of expand it. It's not just going to be find a book that fits this category. Right, right. Do something with a book that you've yep. read or liked or whatever. Yep. yep. Cool. It's a lot of fun. We also have some Mickey Mouse stuff coming because... His birthday I know. is coming up. I saw that. It's like He's going to be oh. 95. He's, he's he well older so than most folks. <laughs> he's looking so good for 95. So, yes, um, Mickey Mouse's birthday. We're having a birthday bash for him on November 18th, starting at 1 o'clock. So, games, crafts, snacks, everyone's favorite Disney music. Mm -hmm. It's your typical library party. So that'll be a ton of fun. And also that week, so from the 13th to the 18th, we'll also be doing a Hidden Mickey scavenger hunt oh. throughout the library. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for something fun to do, maybe get a little bit uh, 
Instacred for taking pictures with hidden Mickeys. Come mm -hmm. by the library. Sure. It'll be a fun time. <clears throat> and gives you a chance to explore some of those nooks and crannies that you haven't been to yet. Oh, there's so many. There's so many hidden places mm -hmm. in the library. It really is... It's very magical, um, going especially going in between that transition from the old building no, to the no, new no, addition. No. Now, coming up on the end of the month, have to have to put this out there. There's gonna we have our story, our winter story walk. Oh yes. And as is tradition, it's a Santa story walk when we first inaugurate our uh, winter mm -hmm. story walk, sure. and that'll be November twenty fifth, okay. starting at ten thirty. And our favorite man in red will definitely be there mm -hmm. for some cookies and cocoa yes. to go along with the story walk. At Delcart as usual? Yes. We also are working with a, a local business, PT Color Market, okay. to do a jewelry gift making workshop where you can make a little thing for yourself and also a little thing to give for Christmas, baby. Ooh, okay. That'll be November 29th at 5.30 p.m. The focus is kind of grades three to five, okay. but with most things, the library is uh, flexible because yeah. age range and grade range is... <clears throat> yeah, it's a ballpark. It's a ballpark, definitely. Yeah. Then we get into our teens, <clears throat> which we... The, the middle age, which is full of fun and obviously some challenges but yep. you know they're generally good they're very and good and very busy very yes. very busy very active yep so the take and make for november for is for teens so no adult take and make this month oh, so we'll i think we'll survive adults because it's november maybe just busy on other things too very so, true yeah. so the teens get a chance to make a chunky knit planter Ooh. It's really, really cool. It, um, I know it involves a pro, uh, Progresso can, specifically. Has to be that has size. Has to be Progresso. <laughs> has to be that size, apparently. <laughs> There's been a lot those, of soup. But, yeah. There's been a lot of soup at the library. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> uh, we uh, And Miss Bree's Bookopoly is also a teen thing. Sure. Don't think it's just for the littles. Right. Come in, take the challenge. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. And there's prizes for you guys, too. Mm -hmm. uh, and we also have our ongoing program, Musical Bingo, with Miss Callie. That, honestly, is a ton of fun. It is is too much fun, in my opinion. <laughs> um, there ought to be a law? You're going to no. advocate a law against that? <laughs> no. No. Or make no. the law that you have to have some fun by going. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that... It's so much fun, you're not going to want to leave, but unfortunately the library has to close, oh, so yeah. that's 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 when the sadness comes, is when yeah, it's over. Yeah. But um, then you've got that jingle in your ear as yep. you go out the door. So this month it's going to be um, movie trivia. Ah. So it's going to be from movie soundtracks, mm -hmm. so it's, it's kind of that mixture of movie trivia and bingo to keep you going. It's really fun. It is so much fun. Sounds good. Um, and of course, our annual Teens Giving. Teens Giving. Yes. A special event. November 22nd, we start off at 11 a.m. It's kind of a potluck for teens to kind of get together, do a little Friendsgiving mm -hmm. at the library. It's a ton of fun. We get mostly uh, our volunteer teens right. and our teen advisory board. Sure. But it's a great way to meet some of the other... Other inside people and explore and expand that circle. Exactly. And have have a fun time. Uh 
very much a potluck vibe, so be sure to bring something. Mm-hmm. You know, and Share with it, yeah. and then you can share as well. Exactly. It's very fun. Yep. Then we get, that. that's our teen section, and then mm-hmm. rolling into adults, adults as we slowly as... get into the <clears throat> most busy category, the... Um, it, I really want to start off adults with the Lotus Lantern Craft. It's Tuesday, November 28th. It'll be at 6 p.m. We had this event uh, as well over the summer. We got a cultural grant to host a group from Korea that talk about Korean history and art and culture. And as a part of that talk, they walk us through making a paper Lotus Lantern. Yes. It was so sad that the weather was so nice (laughs) it was one of those days where it was just perfect weather at the start of summer so we had leftover lanterns Mm -hmm. and the group um korean spirit and culture promotion project were kind enough to schedule a secondary date okay so we can do it again with the leftover lantern supplies that we have that sounds good it's super fun it's great for adults and teens which is why i wanted to do it first registration is already up registration library web page and calendar of events calendar yep Yep. go to the calendar of events registration is right there and it we've already got some people that have jumped on that bandwagon Mm -hmm. it's a ton of fun it's and you get a really pretty lantern that put a little electric candle in there and it's like lights up very very zen vibes very Mm -hmm. cute i love it if you come by the library there's one sitting in the window behind the circulation desk oh okay so you can see kind of like the demo as you go as you go through sure good teaser how do i get one of those oh that's the registration process yes it's (laughs) it actually is really fun and really cute um the other big thing that i want to highlight is we have um, Paul Tessier, who is a Massachusetts apiary inspector. So, apiary has to do with bees. Yes. Ooh. So I know that a lot of people are getting into beekeeping and kind of want to figure out what's the deal, how do I do this, uh, especially with the threats to native yeah. bee populations as a major pollinator. Sure doing your part to kind of give them a space and mm-hmm. to bring pollinators into your centralized area. Great mm-hmm. for gardens. Absolutely. It's critical to the fertilization process. Pollination process is one of the key steps in that. Yes. Exactly. So he'll be by to basically run us through from A to Z how to set up your hive. Mm-hmm. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking, but bees, bees are something you do in the spring, right? Yeah. You don't start there. If you start in the spring, you're going to be waiting till 2025 to get your hive going. That's just a while to set it up. You have to find your hive, research your location. Um, You can go to the Massachusetts Department of Agriculture Mm -hmm. to find out when there's um, bug spraying in your area so you can protect your bees because there are those flyby bug spraying events that you have to be aware of where you need to and how to protect your bees (laughs) especially if you're in certain water areas which franklin does have a bunch along the charles del card etc there are there are water spots that will get sprayed specifically in the spring usually to prevent mosquitoes etc so 
So if you set up your hive before or the spray happens, so uh, forewarned is forearmed. Exactly. And the best part is he'll be walking through also where to get the education and certification that you can go through to start mm -hmm. your hive so that you can kind of start off on the right foot yep. and have priority because uh, when you go to purchase the bees for your hive. Mm -hmm. um, they don't want to sell it to just anybody. No, they want to make sure that they're actually doing right by the animal. And the best part, I think, is that in starting this soon, you can get in on that list the bee ordering process and the certification process mm -hmm. usually takes a t couple months anyway. Sure. And the classes themselves usually start up right around like December and January. Okay. So it's right <laughs> before, mm -hmm. right before you would have to be like getting into the list, getting in line, making sure that you can do the thing. In other words, kind of perfect timing to really hit the ground running because it'll hit the ground walking because it will take time. You won't be yeah. running all the way through. Yeah, you, it's not something you can rush. It's like putting yeah. together a good garden. If you start putting in your garden in June, you're not going to have any produce that year. Nope. You're going to have to wait until the next year. You really have to start much earlier. Yep. And it's the same with putting together a uh, beehive. Mm -hmm. So again, that will be Thursday, November 9th at six o'clock PM. Okay. And that I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it because I would love to see more bees and more pollinators, especially. Yeah. They're nice, they're pretty and I like yeah. them. <laughs> and they don't always sting. <laughs> no, no, bumblebees are some of the most gentle things on the planet. Right. Um, Hornets on another story. Hornets, definitely <laughs> another story. Um, and there are more wasp-style bees out there that take on the coloring, but those fuzzy bumble boys, they mm -hmm. are... They're good ones. They're good ones. They're sweeties. Mm -hmm. So it's really, they're worth protecting. Yep. Beyond that, monthly book sale, November 17th and 18th, as is tradition. Although, keep an eye out on the December calendar, because we do tend to push it up a bit because of the holidays because how, how the holidays work and yeah. if you want to get some of that holiday shopping done early mm -hmm. the book donations that we get at the library some of them are brand new like mm -hmm. price still on them right. spine hasn't even been bent yeah. so it's a great way to find a couple of inexpensive stocking stuffers and things like mm -hmm. that to throw in and a wide variety i know having dropped off a couple of boxes recently there are certainly some eclectic mixes in there and having seen many of the other sales as I was just driving by, walking by, etc. It's amazing what you can find. Yes. You can't count on it. No. <laughs> other than it being amazing, you can't say, oh, I'm going to look for, well, it may or may not be there, but... Yeah. If you come with an open mind and some eagle eyes, you can definitely find some great treasures. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to pad out that gift giving so you can have a little bit extra mm -hmm. without having to completely destroy your credit card rating. <laughs> <laughs> Easy on the pocketbook, in other words. Yes. yes. Yeah, my yes. wife can attest to that because as uh, although she's retired now, she's been a longtime kindergarten teacher, 
She loves getting early to get through the kiddies' books, and whether they're board books or just easy readers, etc. Yeah, she usually takes the first pass at those. And I can say, even after she's retired, we still have a fairly extensive set of books. <laughs> of course, we've got grandkids, so that's why. You know, nope. it's a good cause. <laughs> exactly. Um, for those who aren't aware or new to the community, it's a dollar a book. That's it. Quick easy and on saturday, saturday in the afternoon there's it transitions from book to a bag sale where you can get a brown grocery bag and with that you tetris the living heck out of that thing <laughs> and fit as many <laughs> books as you want one bag five bucks yep it's a, it is a great way to kind of do get your stocking stuffers out of mm -hmm. the way it's a great way to Find a book that, you know, for a beach read especially, I love yeah. getting a couple paperbacks from the book sale because then I don't have to worry about it. It was a dollar. It's not a great loss. No. But it was can be a great read. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can also, and I think there's also a recycling process. So people, especially now where there's a bunch of free libraries through a number of the neighborhoods, you can see books kind of getting into those places which it's all good yeah people are sharing people are collaborating people yeah. are reading <laughs> even better that's our, pretty much it for our november events for the big just like that, names that's all not <laughs> just just that um those are the big ones for november uh coming up at the end of the month in october definitely want to highlight that our trunk or treat is going strong mm -hmm. we've got a lot of great people who will be having trunks this year dean's getting on board speaking about that dean collaboration Ooh, yep. yeah from what i've heard they're going overboard and uh -oh. it's going to be excellent uh-oh <laughs> uh-oh yeah Four one, four on. When yep. Dean gets involved, be careful. Yep. They're going to take it up a notch. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they're definitely taking it to an 11. It'll be fun. Oh, It'll good. be fun. Uh, that's going to be on the 28th, I believe, is that Saturday. Yeah, the Saturday of that weekend. I know from what I've seen on the community calendar, I think I've lost there's like four or five, if not more, trunk or treats from various organizations around town there's on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So trunk or between the trunk <laughs> or treats and the Halloween parties, yep. there is something to do on the 27th or 28th. And if your little is looking to fill their Halloween candy bag, do it like pick out a <laughs> plot a course pick out a couple sure. all of them run for multiple hours yep. so go in enjoy the carnival feel when you're done go to another one and just kind of bop it it's just like when we were trick-or-treating as kids you'd yeah. bop between different uh neighborhoods mm -hmm. you know try and scope out the house that does yeah. the full-size candy bars first you know yeah. make yeah. sure you're not getting <laughs> <laughs> the little sample pack yep <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, there's a bunch of things in there. I think since, you know, I'm of the older age Mickey I grew up with, so I might have to put in at the Mickey party. <laughs> come by. It's not, I mean, it is mainly for kids, but just come by and see the fun. Just, and kind of bask in that glow of excitement. Mm -hmm. That's sure. a fun thing that uh, parents and adults can do sure. to be a part of the action is just come in. Check it out, feel the energy, and then move on with your day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
It's always what fun. Is, what is, leave the door with a smile on your face. Exactly. It's so, <laughs> it's precious. It is yeah. absolutely heartwarming. Yeah. Well, thank you very much again for taking time so that people can listen and say, oh, yeah, I need to stop by the library. Oh, and I might have to register for that one. Yep. Um, we'll have the links in the show notes, and certainly they can always go to the library page and the calendar and all the registration processes there. Yep. So, excellent. Well, thank you again. Thank you. And for the listeners, we do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.